You're listening to OCA Greater Cleveland's Asia Town Voice on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. to provide an inside look into the Asian Pacific American community, culture, and events happening in Northeast Ohio. OCA Asia Town Voice is volunteer based, and we hope that you, the listeners, will enjoy our program and give your full support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. I'm Nathan Wong, a senior at Hawkins School and OCA Greater Cleveland Chapter intern, here with a few announcements. First, join us for free Tai Chi today from 3.30 to 5 p.m. at the Asia Town Center. That's free Tai Chi Sundays from 3.30 to 5 p.m. on the first floor in the Asia Town Center in front of the herbal store. Asia Town Center is located on East 38th Street between Superior and Payne Avenue in Cleveland's Asia Town neighborhood. Also, due to the popularity of the Asian Lantern Festival, the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo announced that it is extending the event for two additional weeks. The festival is open Thursday through Sunday evenings from 6.30 to 10 p.m., with the final night of the festival falling on Monday, September 3rd. Note, this is happening for the first time in Cleveland, so definitely check it out. Discount tickets are available online, including a special family four-pack. For more information, please visit futureforwildlife.org slash lanterns. Oh yeah, that's the way to do it. Hey, yo, Rob, what's up? What's up, man? What's up, homie? Yeah. You're in the house. I'm in the house, too. But right now, we're gonna do some funky bass line, all right? All right. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. But Rod, I'ma tell you, this is a song entitled Kagata Aso in Tagalog, in case you didn't know. But right now, what I want you to do is kick lyrics with me, alright? Yeah, I'm but I'ma I'm tell you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. If you're ready, yo. Okay. Alright, here we go. It. As we go, we'll let the something like this go. And so, kinagabihan, nagsama-sama buong barkada. At kaming lahat nagtipon-tipon sa aming mumunting plaza. Pinaplano kung magkano ang dapat na maging sweldo. Kung susuyurin lang lahat ng mayayamang tao sa dunggalo. Para nyake, so katulad ng dati, kami-kami ay nangarulin. Dala-dala namin, gitara ni Ipe na kulang sa guitar string. Nang pagpasok namin sa Santa Monica at bago dumating sa kanto, may nakita kami, ang dami-dami, ang lalaking aso. Sa mga aso din namin pinansin Basta huwag lang kaming magtatakbo Hindi kami hahabulin So lakas loob kaming lumakad Iniingatan ang aming voice Sikat na sikat at center of attraction Andrew E and the boys So nang kami ay paalis na Upang humanap ng ibang bahay Kami ay nanginginig at pawis na pawis At lahat ay hindi mapalagay Paano ba naman sa aming harapan? Oh my God! Ang tatalas ng ngipin Mga aso ay Naglalaway and feeling ko kami lalapain Pagkat tumatakbo, 
biglang natalisod, kawawang bata na dapa. Padating na sa amin ng aso, kaya ng Andrew mangiyak-iyak. Gas-gas ang tuhod, tumingin sa likod, and guess what you know, ako'y shock! Oo, si Ipe napapasigaw. Too bad, ang malas ni Ipe, siya ang nahuli, so swerte kaming tatlo, yeah. Kay bilis na mga pangyayari, di ko na namalayan ang lahat. Biruin mo sa aming apat, si Ipe pa ang nakagat. So, umuwi kaming apat. Sabay-sabay Inaasahan isang taong sermon Mula sa kanyang nanay Kaya ang pangangaroling Di ko na uulitin please Para di magkaroon ng kagat ng aso At saka rabies Next, we have the first installment of a two-part interview with Brunswick Mayor Ron Falcone. Mayor Falcone is the only Filipino-American mayor in the state of Ohio. I recently had the honor to sit down with Mayor Falcone for an enlightening discussion that ranged from his Asian upbringing to the importance of his faith in life, as well as his experiences as a Republican politician. Without further ado, here is part one of my interview with Mayor Ron Falcone. Starting off with the image questions, um, so what uh, generation API are you? Um, well, I'm I'm the first generation to to be born here in the United States. My parents are Filipino. They actually met at the U.S. Embassy in Manila, applying for visas to come over here mm-hmm. in the 1960s. Well, I'm the first generation to be born and raised here, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you if I would be classified as the second generation because mm-hmm. my parents moved. I mean, I don't know how you classify yeah. that. So, but I'm the first generation born here. I see. Okay. Um. So, how do you represent the um, AAPI community in your work? Would you say? Well, I mean, I tried to do. I got to know different people, you know, within the community, like 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 Lisa and Wayne. You know, and, um, and they've invited me to the to speak at, at the uh, even Asian festival right. mm-hmm. uh, next month. Mm-hmm. And actually, they've invited me for the past several years as, as part of you know, my being mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't, as you know, there aren't a lot. Um, of Asian Americans here in Northeastern Ohio, although the number is growing, and different different communities are are also growing as well. Okay, so um, I put myself out there. I, I offer my my uh, my services to, to Wayne and to Lisa, and that, that, that's one group. My ethnic background is Filipino, so I try to um, communicate with the the Filipino community. Um, yeah, I mean, when my parents came here. And came here to the Cleveland area like the nineteen, yeah, late nineteen sixties. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and there, there are various Filipino groups that I have basically been a part of. Right? They, they've watched me grow up over the years. Right. Filipino groups. There's, there's many different kinds. Mm-hmm. There's there's um, there's the APPO, the Association of Philippine Physicians in Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's Baso, PASO, the Philippine American Society of Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's FAMSO, the Filipino American Millennial Society of Ohio. There's PNOW, the Philippine Nurses Association of Ohio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been involved with those groups one way or the other mm-hmm. over the years. Um, ever since I've been in elected office, they've invited me to do their swearing-in ceremonies or go to their fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Actually, this Saturday, I'm driving to uh, Cincinnati because the... Philippine American Society of Southern Ohio has invited me to be a part of their celebration to 
um, it's part of their fundraiser to help uh, raise funds to maintain part of the Philippine culture mm-hmm. in southern Ohio. Mm-hmm. So cultural kind of outreach as well. Cultural outreach is things of that nature. I participated in the uh, API. I forgot the official name of it. It's like mm-hmm. the, the day down in Columbus. Uh-huh. And so um, we talked about different issues, things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I went down. That was, I think that was in October. I see. Um, yeah. But I mean, that, that's the, the bulk of it there, yes. Um, so like, what um, policies do you focus on that kind of relate to um, AAPIs, would you say? I don't have an opportunity to focus on policies specifically, at mm-hmm. least not not in my capacity as, as mayor of Brunswick, okay? other than the general, you know, people contacting me about mm-hmm. taxes or complaints about roads and potholes and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Things specifically dealing with API. pieces of legislation and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, because that's not the role of the mayor here. However, I'm, as you probably know, I'm active with the Republican Party. Uh-huh. And so I'm interested in trying to get more Asian Americans involved in, in the political process. Um, and we're still, and, and I, this whole thing about trying to get involved on a national level is still fairly new to right. me. Um, I've been involved with it for, for several years now, and I'm still kind of finding my way and meeting the people and contacting them and them contacting me, so it's, we're still at the very nation stages of that. I see. Okay. Um, so, uh, for a little more lighter note, um, what's your favorite um, kind of Asian-American dish, would you say? Well, I, I, there's several Filipino foods that I like. And the way that I the way, the way that I make them, not even the way that it's supposed to be made. Uh-huh. And I like a menudo. Uh-huh. It's a Filipino food. I learned. I'm trying. My my wife is um, in, in my family's beginning trying trying to get me to learn how to cook. So I learned, <laughs> I learned how to cook a Filipino soup called picadillo. Uh-huh. Um, and I like uh, we have sweet and sour chicken. Uh-huh. Fried rice. Those are probably my favorite. Um, chicken and broccoli. Those are my, my favorites. <laughs> my my eating repertoire is somewhat limited because I am I'm allergic to seafood. Oh. So I can't eat a lot. Anything that anything that swims in the sea, I'm like, I really <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. cannot eat. Huh. Touch. It's, it's a serious one. I mean, yeah, you, I can't yeah. even. You cannot even cook it mm-hmm. with me in the room because then I would have an allergic reaction to it. Wow. Mm-hmm. If you like used, say you used a fork on mm-hmm. fish or something, you gave me the fork and I used the fork, then I would have an allergic reaction to it. <laughs> so you have to be very careful about mm-hmm. it. Um, would you say you um, identify with um, Catholicism? Yes. I was okay. born uh, raised a Catholic. <laughs> Does that ever um, kind of become a problem during Lent? It did not... At first, I mean, not not really. I mean, I uh, then you just eat, you know, vegetables or non meats or mm-hmm. cheese pizzas or something. So I see. Um, so, uh, do you have any AAPIs that kind of inspire you? Oh gosh, there's a lot. I mean, they, you know, I. One that a recent one is uh, Stephen Young from from The Walking Dead. I don't know if you guys watched that. Sure. Yeah, big fans. I, I I I was amazed by it because he's just he's just a regular actor. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he I know he's Korean and he's actually a pizza delivery guy, mm-hmm. but he's not the Asian. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone could be his role, right. but he's and and I, I and I like the fact that Hollywood, you know created that particular character for mm-hmm. him because he's just he's just a regular person mm-hmm. who just happens to be Asian. Right. You know, he's not if you if you go on the streets, oh who are your favorite Asian? Oh mm-hmm. it's like just Jackie Chan. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jet Li. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I and, and and I know that and there are certain roles which I think are stereotypical for Asians. Mm-hmm. And I I'm certainly 
and if you're an Asian American actor in Hollywood trying to you know break into the, obviously you're gonna you're gonna take whatever work is out there but I was amazed with um, the way they portrayed Stephen Young mm-hmm. because he, like I said he was just just a regular guy for sure and, and, and he he doesn't speak with an accent he doesn't <laughs> like you know and I mean he just, just he he reminded me of just an average everyday regular API guy right. and I, I don't like that you know? mm-hmm. um, really the, the biggest biggest influences I was thinking about API people is are, are my parents, mm-hmm. you know, because sure. they they came to this country, mm-hmm. you know, when they were in their like, like late twenties, early thirties, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right after they finished, my my dad was an electrical engineer, mom was a physician, mm-hmm. and when they came here, they didn't they didn't work in those jobs. You know, nice. my mom worked like as a started out as a bank teller one time, mm-hmm. and like a nurse's assistant, and that. and there were young people. Where they, they met at, like I said, they met at the embassy applying to come over here, mm-hmm. and they're going to move to a new country where mm-hmm. everything, everyone looks different than you, and they're just going to start living their lives there, mm-hmm. and that takes mm-hmm. that takes guts mm-hmm. for sure. And is that that would be like if me and my wife just moved to I don't know <laughs> Spain or something, just out of Poland? I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's like a there's an amount of of risk there, mm-hmm. and they're going to do it regardless because they know that this is America, this is this is where you can you know make your dreams come true as long as you work hard. It's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna happen, and everything they had to, to overcome over the years. I mean, I think my dad started out with like a hundred bucks in his in his wallet when he came over here, mm-hmm. and you know, they lived they lived in the West Coast. For a few years, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, they no, well, actually maybe less than a year. They, my dad has a relative who lives here in Brunswick, uh-huh. but they didn't live here in Brunswick. They lived in Cleveland, downtown Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was I was born in, I was born and raised in, in Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, and then I have one younger sister. And I mean, I have two kids, and that raising them mm-hmm. is. You know, my wife and I have. I think raising kids is, is, is fun, but it's also hard. Yeah. I can imagine raising kids in a different country right. when everyone is different than you are. Right. I mean, you. That, that, I mean, that takes guts to do that. You know, and everything that they've overcome over the years. Mm-hmm. My, if you look, even the one with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, not only is she has she has two strikes against her. Number one, she's not white, mm-hmm. and of course, my mom is a woman. Mm-hmm. In the 1960s, early 70s, it, trying to break it, break out in a field of medicine where it's just dominated by white guys. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up, my sister and I would, you know, we would ask our mom, "So what? Mm-hmm. So what do you do for a living?" Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, my mom said, "I'm, I'm a doctor." You can't be a doctor. Maybe you're confused. Maybe you're a nurse because only men, women can't be doctors. I mean, yeah. but it, it, she she was one of the people that that helped break that barrier, mm-hmm. unknowingly, of course. But you know, she's not like I said. She she faced discrimination mm-hmm. when when at the hospitals that she worked at. I mean, people would be some of the doctors or the surgeons would be so rude. You know, I mean, she started out as a surgical assistant there. You know, and the, if you if you gave the, the instruments wrong, they would take it and throw it on the floor. And then when she was pregnant with my sister, mm-hmm. you know, they would make these comments about, gosh, why are you getting pregnant again because of it? I mean, what's wrong with you people? And this is it a big deal? Probably not, but I mean like those little yeah. little digs here and there. Yeah. You know, it kind of but they were able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. They were able to overcome that. They you know, when I grew up, um yeah. I mean, we're we're the minority of the minority mm-hmm. of the minority. Right, right. sure. You know, and I'm sorry, I'm being long-winded, but that my my parents, I, you know, I'm in awe of them. Right, in yeah, awe. for sure. Okay, um, so <laughs> what kind of um, I don't know, like books or different podcasts are you listening to? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't read. I, I, I'm still, I'm still the old guy, not listening to podcasts as of yet. But the books I've read, I, I just 
couple of the books I just finished. I, I, finished, uh, I just finished uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. you know the movie. The movie's coming out here right. pretty soon. I can't wait to see that with uh, Constance Wu. Mm-hmm. And then there's the British, British actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to see that. I, I finished the book. Uh, that I, uh, the other book I read was. Um, Treating people well. He's by the two secretary, two um, White House um, etiquette secretaries. Mm-hmm. One from uh, George W. and the other one from Obama. Mm-hmm. They co-wrote the book, and I, I thought that was interesting. Wow. And the book that I'm reading now is um, actually shattered, shattered. by it. It, 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 it um, talks about Hillary's campaign in 2016. Mm-hmm. But I like reading political books. I've tried reading. Mm-hmm. Biographies, mm-hmm. but mostly political or history. I tried my my wife tried to get me to read a romance novel. <laughs> I read so I read only one romance <laughs> so far, um, but mostly like you know, books about. I like reading books about people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, about it's people. just interesting. Mm-hmm. Even like how to talk to people, um, things like. like I'll tell you another book about the. Uh, the etiquette, how to treat people well, or mm-hmm. how people are treated well, these things, things like oh, that. Yeah, definitely. They just find that oh. interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what was the turning point that kind of made you uh, decide to like run for office? Would you say? I mean, I I've been involved in politics for mm-hmm. pretty much my most of my adult life, and I, I just knew in the back of my mind I always wanted to mm-hmm. always wanted to run. Um, I guess the thing is when. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would have to say, as soon as I knew that my, you know, my kids were in school, mm-hmm. at least when they were potty trained, <laughs> <laughs> right. then I could, you know, I think I had a little more flexibility there. Mm-hmm. But I, when I ran, my kids were uh, seven and five, mm-hmm. ten years ago, a little over ten years ago now. Um, so, what is a secret talent that um, people don't usually know about? I like to sing in the car. Sing in the car. <laughs> okay. I sing all kinds of music, but I think they, um, mm-hmm. I think I'm probably better with slow, song, slow songs than fast songs because <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible at everything else. <laughs> I'm probably horrible at the slow songs too. I just no one's uh, no one's telling me. <laughs> So if you're driving next to me and uh, you know, we're at a red light and you see me moving my mouth, I may not be talking on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I did a little research about you. and um, So what is your perspective on kind of being a conservative AAPI when, um, or like politician when most tend to uh, mean liberal, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I just, for me, it's, it's, it's just the way I was raised, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Uh, my my parents taught taught us to to work hard, mm-hmm. um, sacrifice when you're younger, mm-hmm. do your homework, don't go out, stay out late at night, mm-hmm. don't play outside at night, just study, and if you put in the work now, mm-hmm. in the end the re- you'll, the re- the reward will be greater. Right. So it's it's like delayed satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something which I, I believe that my, my parents instilled in us. Mm-hmm. Take responsibility for what you what you've done. Mm-hmm. Work hard, help people, mm-hmm. and and live your life. Right. You know, and I think those those views fit within like a, a conservative viewpoint of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Working hard. Doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. you know, not asking for any handouts, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we need to. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but mm-hmm. you just got to do what you got to do right. to work. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be hard, then it's hard. If you got to do, if you make a mistake and you do it, you got to do it over again. Mm-hmm. You do it over again. Right. And if you. I guess, and you know, like if you mess up, mm-hmm. you admit you mess up. Mm-hmm. It's not anyone else's fault. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you, you do that. So my like parents, my parents are my my, my parents are devout Catholic. Mm-hmm. So 
that's how I was raised. That's how my sister was raised. You know, we go to uh, we go to mass every every Sunday. I can probably count on on one hand the number of times that I voluntarily miss going to church. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I went to Catholic grade school, mm-hmm. graduated from Catholic high school, um, diploma from a Catholic university. Um, I'm active with the St. Ambrose Church here in Brunswick, which is the largest in the diocese. And I think that just fits in Mm -hmm. with a conservative Republican political Mm -hmm. viewpoint. I see. I I, I think it does. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was a natural, natural fit. When I, no, when I was growing up, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, my parents taught me these things. I mean, if it was Sunday, and mor- it was Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we were in church. Period. I mean, we didn't. There wasn't. Oh, I don't feel like going or something. Yeah, I mean, it just uh-huh. that was just part of it. And mm-hmm. when I started getting in, interested in, in politics and getting involved in, you know, political endeavors of those nature, mm-hmm. I was really fascinated by Jimmy Carter. I thought he was so fascinating, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember watching him on TV, mm-hmm. and he had a big smile. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a letter to him in the third grade, mm-hmm. and my, my grandfather helped me write it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the White House responded, wow. and I still have it. I should have brought it. It's like a small card about this big, uh-huh. and even if I look at it to this day, it's still, and I don't know if it was, I don't, know, I don't think the machine did it back uh-huh. then, because it really looked like Jimmy Carter's yeah. signature. Wow. And I would look at it, and you, you could tell there was an indent with <laughs> the thing, and I, wow. I looked at it over the years, like, this has got to be Carter's thing. Yeah. So I was all pro-Carter all the way. Wow. <laughs> my, no, my parents have always been Republican. Mm-hmm. Okay? We didn't talk about issues at home. They never attended political rallies. Mm-hmm. They never made political contributions. I mean, we, we'd watch the news, but that was it. They never... They never said, well, you know, we're Republicans and mm-hmm. we need to think this way. We, we didn't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We never talked. Politics wasn't really something that we, mm-hmm. we discussed. Nice. That's something that I discovered on my own mm-hmm. when I was like in the, in the fifth grade, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And that was, and I know I'm dating myself, you probably don't even remember this anymore. You <laughs> might, or you may, you may not even know this. In 79, the, um, the Iranians overtook the, uh, they captured the American hostage, they captured the American embassy and took mm-hmm. um, hostages. And I, th- and I thought, wow, this is a great time for my hero to, to spring into action and save these guys. And it's going to be wonderful. And I was watching it. I was, I was told in the fourth grade, rightly or wrongly, that uh, mm-hmm. the Cleveland Plain Dealer is a fourth grade reading material. So I would read the newspaper. I don't know if I understood if or not, but I did. And the things that jumped out at me was always international politics. I was always fascinated by it, mm-hmm. always. And so, during the Iranian hostage crisis, I was, I was, this fascinated me to, to no end. I mean, I, but I was frustrated because it didn't seem like the, the government was doing anything about it. The president was doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then, in the election, you had you had Ronald Reagan come in. I was just listening to what, what he had to say, especially dealing with foreign politics and uh, mm-hmm. foreign affairs and things of that nature. Wow, this is this is wonderful. I think maybe I'm not a Democrat, maybe I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, ever since that time, I've been a Republican. <laughs> I see. That's so how I got interested in it. But it wasn't because of my parents. Mm-hmm. It was just something that I I, I made an independent. I just read about these things on my own. I watched the news. Mm-hmm. And then I just came to a conclusion that I think this is what I am, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, with, with all the 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 passion and the uh, the the hard work, that I, anything that I do with the Republican Party or when I go to vote and all of my dreams and ideals about that—that's me. And but when my my mom and dad did, oh, we're Republican, we just go in there and vote. Okay, <laughs> they go in there and vote, and then they go home, and that's it. And then they don't they don't show up again for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, um, but for me, it's, it's something that's very personal. It's very, it's it's part of who I am, um, you know. And I, I don't know if if and as far as I know, mm-hmm. as far as I know, because my mom is a, was a physician, and the other Filipino you know, the Filipino community, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure how big how large your community is, but 
it was small in the, in the 70s and the 80s. It's still kind of small. Well, it was growing now. Everyone, everyone knew each other. Everyone knew each other growing up. I mean, you know, there's that rumor about everyone is separated from everyone else on the planet by six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. The Filipino community in Northeastern Heights by like two or three. And everyone knows each other. Everyone knows their kids. Everyone. And, it, and it's unique because the other the other Filipinos who came to Northeastern Ohio were like my parents. They, mm-hmm. they either dated in the Philippines or they met when they were over here. And they were just like them, you know. Mm-hmm. They're young, in their 20s, 30s. Leaving their world behind and then just coming over to a different country, where no one looks like you, and you know, you, you do speak the language, but obviously you're going to speak with an accent, and they they shared the same the same experiences together, you know, and these everyone celebrated their their anniversaries around the same time, their 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 kids being born around the same time, um, the religious ceremonies around the same time. Retirement around the same time, grandchildren around the same time. So it's it's a close knit community. It's family and you know, you know it's just, and I think that's that's similar to what in my in, in there aren't that many of us here, you know. So everyone became very very tight knit and very close knit, and everyone would, would hang out together, we'd go to church together. I mean, I think that's part of that. That helped, and in my view, that that's why I know, a lot of Filipinos are, are Republican because of that. And a lot of immigrants, especially like I remember, my mom would work with the, with Cuban immigrants mm-hmm. at the hospital. And, you know, they're virulently anti-communist because of the mm-hmm. Democrats. They know what it they know what it feels like to live in in, in a communist country and socialist country. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other people during the eighties, they didn't really. <coughs> Oh, it's so nice because everyone has this and everyone has that, and everyone, everything is for free. And, yeah. But the the immigrants who who, who, who try to escape from that mm-hmm. know they know what it's like to live in a socialist country, uh-huh. and it's not something which is good. Mm-hmm. It's something which is which is bad. It's something which is evil. Mm-hmm. And I think that also helped to bolster the the you know conservative bent on, on many. That was part one of my interview with Brunswick Mayor Ron Falcone. Be sure to listen next week for the second installment. Thank you for listening to OCA Greater Cleveland's Asia Town Voice. Ma
You're listening to OCA Greater Cleveland's Asia Town Voice on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. to provide an inside look into the Asian Pacific American community, culture, and events happening in Northeast Ohio. OCA Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listeners, will enjoy our program and give your full support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. I'm Nathan Wong, a senior at Hawkins School and OCA Greater Cleveland Chapter intern, here with a few announcements. First, join us for free Tai Chi today from 3.30 to 5 p.m. at the Asia Town Center. That's free Tai Chi Sundays from 3.30 to 5 p.m. on the first floor in the Asia Town Center in front of the herbal store. Asia Town Center is located on East 38th Street between Superior and Payne Avenue in Cleveland's Asia Town neighborhood. Also, due to the popularity of the Asian Lantern Festival, the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo announced that it is extending the event for two additional weeks. The festival is open Thursday through Sunday evenings from 6.30 to 10 p.m., with the final night of the festival falling on Monday, September 3rd. Note, this is happening for the first time in Cleveland, so definitely check it out. Discount tickets are available online, including a special family four-pack. For more information, please visit futureforwildlife.org slash lanterns.
Sa'yo lang wala nang 